Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. My knee and like thigh is quite hairy, but look at the shin. It's like Venus advert. What, what have you ever seen a knee as hairy as that? Most people don't have hair on their knees. Never yeah, seen. No, but I got hairy legs, but just not not on the front, like on the shin. No, I get you worried. I'll get you worried about the hair falling out on your shin. I would be too. But you should also be worried about how much your your knee looks like a monkey's knee. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I think you underestimate the attraction that women have towards that hairy knees. Hair. Honestly, you go you go on hairy knees and shadow boxing these days. It's all it's all they can talk about is hairy hair and dad bods. I I'm 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 all, all for that kind of conversation now. Now that I've got a dad bod, <laughs> there 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 have been two periods in my life where I didn't have just a a non-existent body, like body that you look in the mirror and go, that could be the body of any white man, anyone, any what any white. Class, what do we class as a dad bod? I don't feel like I've got a dad bod. I feel like I'm on the right the the, the better side of bods. I don't know how I've seen your body. I would say that your I know your your body's quite unique. It's almost like they should study your body because it's <laughs> they it's like there's no it's just <laughs> there's no shape to it. It's just like it's just, it's, just, it's, like, it's like a like I mean look at that. Look at them by look at that is my like, Alex's body is like one of those uh, resuscitation dolls. It's just a <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think dad bod is classed as uh, having like hips round the back, like fatty yeah, deposits up, above the waistline. And um, this isn't our pod, is it? We're, we're... Oh yeah, shit. Sorry, the extra inch. This is the extra inch pod. <laughs> Windy, go. Welcome, listeners, to The Extra Inch. My name's Windy, and I'm joined by my sidekick and best friend, Bardi. Hello, Bardi. Hello, Windy. And our tactics guy, and a man who I'm pleased to say is clothed, at least from the waist up, it's Nathan A. Clark. Hello, Nathan. Just the waist up, that is correct. And we're also joined by our friends from the Fighting Cock podcast. We have Flav, Ricky, Alex, and T. Hello, boys. Fuck Hello. Hello. Oh, hello, hello. Alex, you've waited all this time to go on the extra inch. And the first two words you say, the first two words that you grace our podcast with are fuck off. Yeah, well, that's, this is why. It's ridiculous. You said when we started this, you're like, I want to be a nice little mix between proper tactics and men of the people. And I thought, right, well, I know who he's going to ask. And who did he ask? That gangly one up there, the Italian. There's a man of a people. Give me a break. And so as, it, a, as a as Sorry to cut you, Wendy. Uh, <laughs> 
I, I'm not really sorry because as as the man who's practically responsible for the extra inch, I've never been invited on <laughs> on your podcast. You've literally been on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I interviewed what? you. I interviewed you for it. About what? When? <laughs> Wasn't it recently um, as well? You're it wasn't very years forgetful ago. It was today. like <laughs> this is what? about a year ago, baby. Bad. You were on it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah, sorry. Uh, that was a good one. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm a big fan of the extra inch. I'm very happy to be here. It's lovely to see all your faces. Me too. Likewise, and yours, and yours. Um, if you're listening to this and you haven't yet listened to part one of this podcast, course you listen. To, yeah, exactly. You need to go to the Fighting Cock feed and listen to that. In this half, we're going to be answering your questions. So let me start off with one from Paulie G. Paulie G says, Gareth Bale, mistake. T, how have you found Bale so far? And do you think <laughs> do you think it's a mistake for us to sign him? Well, my um, said on actually on telegram that it's like dawson and andy reed and um i guess bell is andy reed and reggie on is dawson <laughs> so it was a bit like it was a bit like that really um was it a mistake i don't think so i think there's a lot of you know he boosted morale he's kind of he knows how to win and he's been useful in that way on the pitch maybe not so much so maybe he presumed he'd just be he'd just be able to play his way into form and fitness that's not happened but Season's got a long way to go, and I think I think he'll he'll have he'll have a say in this season. I mean, he scored a winner at Brighton, and I think he'll get a few more goals for us. But he looks a bit off the pace at the moment. Do you not feel that the signing was worth it just for the nostalgia and the good feeling alone? Like I got so many good vibes from Bale signing. It made me feel very very happy. All the lead up towards it, and I, it's not my money, so so why do I care? It's you know, if if that's how Daniel Levy wants to spend his money, then it's fine by me. Flav, what do you reckon? I think uh, I think thirteen million pounds is quite ex- an expensive price to pay just to make the supports feel good. That said, you're right; it, it was a wonderful period. Uh, I, I I agree with T that he's he still has a a role to play this season. I think his performance against Leicester raised many questions on Twitter about the validity of him becoming a, a force for Tottenham this season. But I thought that was unfair. I actually thought that when he had the ball, he he looked to create he looked to be inventive he showed a willingness to take the ball on and find players like when, when he got the ball he was looking up trying to find any kind of movement and it was probably because of the um how, how our, our system fell apart when we lost in Dombele and uh, well when he was taken off and, and Lascelles so we lost to injury that we kind of it, it seemed that he was a bit disjointed but he seemed like the guy who was who was trying to make things happen and so I was actually encouraged by his performance against uh, against Leicester and he did a run with the ball once in that game which we he has I mean that's what Gareth Bale does right he gets the ball and he bloody runs with it and he goes past people um and I saw him do that once so I thought all right he's still got that in his locker he's still got the 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 technique so I yeah why not be hopeful rather than being one of these people who are just going to dismiss him at this point like the question I get the question the guys asked but it's like just wait and see. He's played. He's played four or five games against Farmers. Um, so let's just see what he can do. Let's not count him off. He's still, you know, he's still definitely, you know, capable of, of doing great for Spurs. And so I'm happy that he's here. I'm happy we signed him. Nice, nice to have a bit of positivity. Um, Ricky, I'm going to ask you this. This is from Russ Green. He says, if the Spurs first team was having Christmas, oh sorry, was Christmas dinner. Which part of the plate would each player be and why? Choibia being gravy because he brings the whole plate together but is never seen as the star of the plate. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a bloody...
bloody good question. So what do you have on your Christmas dinner plate? You've got you've got turkey, you've got... Tur- turkey, shit, man. I, I'm going to say it. I, I really... <laughs> turkey is the only time that comes out at Christmas. Because Absolutely. Would, would turkey be... Sissoko be turkey? It's like, there. It's whoa, there every time. Every, every game is there, but not everyone rates it. Yeah, that's a, that's a good shout. That is a good shout. What else you got? Uh, like, but I think what, one of my uh, one of my favourites of uh, not only Christmas dinner, roasting as well, stuffing. I like, just absolutely Ooh, love yeah. it. Absolutely adore it. And uh, I think uh, Reggie is going to be my stuffing. Exciting. Just just love just love it. Every time I, I set eyes on it, want it. Lovely bit of flavour. <laughs> yeah, lovely, lovely bit of flavour. Uh, I think we're going to have to uh, have. Uh, <laughs> Diet as the roast potato. <laughs> Bardi will definitely approve of that. <laughs> Harry Kane would be roast potato. Oh uh, no, uh, no! Harry Kane is pigs in blanket. Just the best. <laughs> yeah, massive <laughs> crowd pleaser. Yeah, yeah. Just every everyone wants it. The, you know, no matter how 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 much you're full from a Christmas dinner. Is there any uh, pigs in blankets left? <laughs> Always want more. Always want more. Um, I think. Um... I was going to say, um, Sir Jorier is Brussels sprouts. They're, they're all right, but they're capable of making an almighty stink. Nice. And um, <laughs> Sissoko, Sissoko is the pancetta or the bacon that you put on the Brussels sprouts to make them palatable and to cover up their... their <laughs> nice. <laughs> I love it, buddy. You put a lot of thought into this. <laughs> He's the man with the analogies. <laughs> Uh, what have we got left? So, what ve- what veg do you have, Ricky, on your Christmas dinner plate? Well, I've uh, uh, got the um, what is it? The, the the carrot and swede mash, like, like that. Matt, why are you mashing up the carrot and swede? Yeah. Have, what, so, I, I'm presuming you've got carrot and carrot and swede, but you've yeah. also got like mash, but you've also got carrots, like roasted carrots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, and wait, wait. Potatoes. You guys have two types of potatoes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Explains a lot. No, 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 not two types of potatoes, just roast potatoes. Oh, Flav has mashed potato and roasties. No, I don't. I don't have the fucking thing that he mentioned. I, I, that What he just said was an abomination. The carrot and sweet <laughs> mash. Yeah, yeah, carrots. No, it's carrots, it's carrots and sweet mashed mashed up. Yeah. Like baby food. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have that. I like roast carrots. I like carrots how they come. Right, roasted. I feel like we're getting <laughs> off the point. All right, sorry. This is like what the best bits of a Christmas dinner is quite divisive. So I'll step back here. What, what uh, are you thinking, Ricky? Well, I, I can't. It's uh, just trying to think what else I have on there as well. Well, I'm thinking. That, so one of the things on the Christmas dinner plate that not everyone has, but it brings brings it all together as well as the gravy is the cranberry sauce. You need you need cranberry sauce on there. So I'm not I, a fan of cranberry sauce. This yeah, is the probably. thing. It's it's quite divisive. It's it's not <laughs> essential. But it can bring some joy. Lamella. Eric Lamella. Yeah. <laughs> we were thinking along the same lines, weren't we? <laughs> and it's proper expensive, Rick. It doesn't do what we wanted it to do. Sweet and sharp. He is. Every, like, just, I, don't, I don't want to reduce it back to a conversation about Christmas dinner, but everyone likes horseradish, right? No. No. <laughs> right. I do, but not on my roast dinner. No, yeah. not, not with <laughs> goes with beef, man. Come on. Fuck what off. are you talking about, Flav? You have ketchup on spaghetti bolognese. This isn't a conversation for you. It makes What's it better. It makes it better. <laughs> oh, I don't care God. what anyone says. Flav, do you have do you have ketchup on roast dinner as well? <laughs> if no one was watching, I'd probably prepare it. It's got a palate of a ten-year-old. <laughs> Well, I, okay. I eat horseradish. Horseradish is grown-up food, mate. We'll move on from we'll move move on from Christmas dinner. We'll move on from Christmas dinner. So when we ask these questions, there are quite a lot of um, negative ones. So rather than go through them all, I'm going to group them up into one 
So uh, Thomas Wood said, is fatigue and fixture congestion finally catching up with us? Nick Osbaldiston said, how much longer can hope kill me? And Jack, Jack AER said, I know you don't want to be negative and I appreciate it, but my question is, remember fun? So let I me mean, let's let's go with let's go with that question from Jack. Uh, T, do you remember fun? Um, I think there was this video that Spurs put out, and it's got Reggie on Tanganga and Delhi, and because of a bunch of kids in hospitals at Christmas, it was really cute and awesome. That was really fun, and it reminded me I love you know a lot of our players, and I um, mean obviously Delhi's had a bit of a tough time this season, but you know I really think the world of him, and it's nice that the fans. Well, the fans that he spoke to really, really appreciated him. The last three games haven't been great, but we've kind of had it all in one go. Everton were flying and they had a few bad results. I think this could be us with these three results. But I think yesterday was the end of the world. It might have been the end of the world to those who thought we will win the league. Um, but most people kind of, you know, a bit more balanced and thought, well, maybe the results will come and maybe it will affect change. And also next month is January, so maybe it might make up Mourinho's mind in other ways. But in terms of um, remember us having fun, just think of Reggie on smiling face. And if you're that much of a pervert, think of his missus. <laughs> I love you so much for that answer. That was so upbeat and lovely. So wholesome. Welcome. Uh, Alex, I'm going to ask you this one. Yeah, boy. It's from Rebecca Coys. Rebecca says, would you rather all of our players had no arms or no legs? Uh, well, <laughs> no arms? Really? I mean, what? The football is Rebecca. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Bex. <laughs> Nathan, if if Hugo Lloris had if Hugo Lloris had no arms, would you? That's Alex's would contribution. You, would you still pick Hugo Lloris over Joe Hart? Yeah, yeah, I reckon he can he can put his torso in the way better than Joe can with his with his forearms. To be fair, so it's not much it's not much smarter, is it? Alex, what do you reckon, mate? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> again, again, I, I feel like I have to tell everyone that I'm the only qualified football coach here. Right? You can have all your blonde highlights and your little and your little sweater vest and XG t shirts all you like. Right? Ask me something about like fifty fifties or something. Oh, you, you, know, you, you come across all aggressive, but we know you're uh, you, we know you're armless, really. T would love that. T loved that. He loved he that. Would, he, yeah. he loves wordplay. <laughs> Look at him. Look at him go. <laughs> I love it when I make T happy. It doesn't happen very often. Doesn't all right, mean. this one, this one, um, I knew that we'd be, be very happy. <laughs> I knew we'd be asked something like this. Um, this is from Spurs Shout. Why does it always come down to fighting? Um, Windy, Nathan and Bardi, or Flav, Ricky and T, which trio would win a fight against each other? This is the only one who's actually boxed there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I will have you know that Nathan is a regular mixed martial arts sparrer. Shit! Yeah, I've done a bit. A little bit. Yeah. Well, oh, no, no, no. That's one. That's a guy I'm confident. That you, like, when you said that, I've done a bit. It's like, yeah, I can do that. You're like, yeah, you're, you're talking bollocks. When you say, it's like when you're playing five aside, Danny Pope's like, can you play? Yeah, I'm all right, yeah. You know, when they say, yeah, I'm all right, yeah, they can play. It's the ones that where it come, turn up in pink boots. You know that they're, um, you know, they're no good. The way Nathan said that, he's rolled around with a few men in a few cages, haven't you? <laughs> and, and he's also done some MMA. I think, yeah, nice one. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not that, like, I've got, like, good, worthwhile 
uh, fighting experience. I spent most of my time I've been interested in MMA injured, so I've not got in like the hours I'd like to. Uh, but what what I'm confident about is like the knowledge that like anyone who's not done any MMA training at all is uh is basically in trouble. So yes, <laughs> I love it. So after after we've absolutely like killed Windy and Buddy, you reckon? You take <laughs> no, you're not killing me. You're not yeah, catching you're me. You're already you- dead. You three not gonna catch me. Well, right, the the wall. Wall. <laughs> Is that your fucking plan? Barney's just up on a hill, just watching down below, just sprinting off. <laughs> waiting, waiting for uh... Windy, you're not moving. Are you alright, mate? That was not right, Barney. I tire out. The thing with Barney is quicker by long distance. Hmm. Uh, five yards, I'd catch him. No, I'm not catch anyone. <laughs> Put me off on top of five windy. yards. What what Nathan and I would agree with that we'd use Windy as Windy would be our sacrificial lamb. So we would get rid of Windy to to injure one of you guys and to slow you down. Then I would tire you out, and then Nathan would come in and just grapple you to the ground and then just <laughs> snap your necks easy. Couldn't you couldn't grapple all three of us, Nate? Yeah, no, I'm confident, but I'm not one v three confident. You can't run away, buddy. <laughs> Please. Flav is in bits after 100 meters. <laughs> Ricky would, well, I Ricky said there's no run. chance I'm running after you. Well, he's gone. He's got. He's off. <laughs> it's done. The I think this is well. Nate's got long hair. It's like uh, a red flag to a bull with me. Like dirty fighting. Pull that hair. That's it. I'd just be. I'd just be latching on, just swinging round on it. Every, like, I, like people, people listen to this haven't seen this, but everyone's got a little bit serious. Like, it's like every joking, joking, yeah, but we could have you. It's that kind of I vibe would, going on. Yeah, I feel like taking my shirt off. Oh, you're not involved, mate. This is the three of us. Oh, yeah. I forgot, yeah. <laughs> Alex is just at the sidelines getting really frustrated by all of our fighting techniques. <laughs> I'm, I'm shadow boxing. I'm the only in the one corner. that's ever coached. <laughs> Uh, so what's the answer? Well, I, I, I'm guessing if Nathan de- genuinely has mixed martial arts experience, then um, like he might have the advantage here. So there's your answer, I guess. There, there are very few things in life in which I wouldn't put my faith in Nathan A. Clark. I, I think he could <laughs> save my life. Cool. Thanks for thanks for putting that one on me. advantage. Barney, how big Franco? Um, I don't know. He's about 5'10", maybe. 5'10", 5'11". He's quite tall. He's quite tall. He's quite big. He's got strong hands. He's still got strong hands. Um, 
but he wouldn't fight a lady. He's an Italian. He's very romantic. He he wouldn't fight a lady. Alex She'd be whapping whapping a big leathery soapy tits <laughs> in her in his face. <laughs> he'd be he'd be giving her a massage. He'd be yeah. telling her things, sneaking out for dinner, and then popping his blue pills. <laughs> <laughs> which, which I oh found them God. by the way. I was gonna say, if it's that sunlight father, <laughs> there's gonna be no fighting, there's gonna be uh, lines all over the shop. This is great, actually. <laughs> yeah, ultimately, you, you're gonna have a uh, Barty's what would you call it? A step, no, half sister. You'll get a half sister, and you'll be second cousins to John Bass. Who's actually is- Italian? John Bass has got Italian ancestry. He's actually John Basso. <laughs> that's his real name. But he um he you anglified. Believe- his, I think his granddad or someone. That's what he says. Someone anglified him and got rid of the the vowels. It's mad, isn't it? Because he's so Brexit. So <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's almost like he's 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 actually completely abandoned his Italian roots. He's, yeah. he's re- re- removed the asso to the end of John Bass because he's like fuck that. Um, let's get Brexit done for the sovereign. <laughs> they must be pretty sheepish now, Windy. Hey, look at what's happening. <laughs> look what, what they did. John Bass must be cowering. Oh my god, I fucking stop the trucks. The trucks are stopped. <laughs> Just me. Two weeks from now, they'll still be starting. I'll be oh, fucking they're gonna, everyone's gonna turn on me on Twitter. That's what's going through John Bass's head right now. And good. <laughs> fucking good. <laughs> Fuck John Bass. I'm speechless. I don't, I don't. I literally don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. <laughs> Sorry. We probably should have done the, the the extra inch first before the beers, and then <laughs> yeah. have done the. <laughs> All right. So, let me try. Let me try and get you back on track with this one. This one. Uh, this is a good question because I feel like it's something we can all appreciate. Martin Reynolds. He says, "How do you tend to react to goals against against Liverpool? I just got up and walked out the room in silence with a disappointment. But against Leicester, it was to shout and criticise and call them all cunts." So, Alex, you you have got a visceral reaction to goals for and against Spurs. What? How did you react to the goals against uh, Liverpool? I'm very different at home than I am in the stadium. Like it's not it's it's not quite the same. I'm I'm much angrier and more aggressive, as you well know. Uh, in the stadium. So we played Arsenal once. Uh, Windy was next to me and he had a, a big Spurs scarf on. Uh, and so every time something happened that I didn't like, I'd just pull that scarf as tight as I could around his little <laughs> neck. Uh, uh, and, it, and it helped me a lot. But at home, uh, most of the time it's just, oh, fucking hell. And then I go into the group and see who's... Usually, the problem is now with all the streams is nobody's at the same time. That's the yeah, problem. Exactly. So... Um, no, against against Leicester, it was a it was a bit like oh, I can see that coming. Uh, Liverpool again was pretty much the same. I don't know. Yeah, goals against. I'm I'm relatively. I'm I'm not too bad. It, my different reactions come in goals scored. Some games I can just sit there and be like, yay. And other times I need to like just roar and I'm punching pillows and kicking stuff. So um, yeah, no, it, it is different. It's different being at home to in the stadium. Much much calmer, more relaxed. You know, a gent at home. Nathan, true. we've seen videos of you punching pillows, punching. Yeah, that's when that's when we've won. I punched that pillow when Ericsson scored that goal against Man City. When people tried to tell me that we weren't in a title race with Pochettino, uh, and that game when Ericsson won that game for us against City, I was like, yes, yes, this is the moment. And then that's when I turned round and orangutanged uh, the pillow. Nathan, not you know, you, you're going through a period with Spurs, a bit like me, where you're slightly detached. Does that? Do you find that affects your reaction to 
to goals conceded, are you less bothered or do you still get furious when we concede a goal? Yeah, no, that's sort of the upside is that like when we concede, I'm, I'm at peace. I mean, I'm a pretty like, I don't know, I'm a pretty serene person generally when it comes to like you know bad shit happening so i'm kind of at peace as it is but like yeah yeah i i i'm i'm pretty i'm pretty calm i'm i'm sort of more like alex in that like if my team score goals it's first score and i'm at a game that's when i get aggressive which is kind of weird isn't it that it would be that way around but that's when i get obviously like screaming and shouting celebratory but like literally like that's when i when i tell the opposition fans to fuck off that's i don't know what what is that about <laughs> Oh, that's great. That's one one of the things I miss most about going to Spurs, particularly at Old White Art Lane, was being in my old seat if Bardi would sit next to me and both of us would just go at that at that away end. It was a joy. I, I, my, just... The thing I miss most about White Art Lane is at any, at any time, if you looked across at the Park Lane, you'll just see a wanker sign just in the air <laughs> <laughs> at the away support. You don't see that in the new stadium. Don't see that. Just an obligatory wanker sign. Just like that. Fuck I hate it. I hate it that Park Lane is the opposite side to the away mm. fans now. Ricky, what about you? You've got you've got two daughters. So yeah. you have to moderate your language, I assume. Uh, yeah, I try to. They get sent upstairs to the bedroom when Tottenham <laughs> play and they know that um dad has a lot of bad language and I keep it in as much as I can and then when we score, I just I can't help myself. It is so bad. And because I'm bottling it up, it's just this bile that comes out of my mouth. And I just hear I just hear, hear my kids upstairs say, Dad, we can hear you. Fucking <laughs> good. Put your fucking fingers in your ears. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Are they just, interested in Spurs, Rick? Yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they absolutely love it. Um, I'm getting um, Harper involved with it properly now because I know, like, I was there when you took, that first time you took your little girl to, to Art Lane. I, I want to be out of that, so I'm trying to get her in ready. But she keeps calling Gareth Bale Gareth Bale. And it's really pissing me off. <laughs> <laughs> try, try her on uh, Gareth Snail. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's catching up. Gareth Snail is quicker. Yeah. Like when when, uh, when Spurs score, like uh, the, the the question was saying about, uh, I'm, I, I'm trying to watch my uh, my swearing because on the extra inch now, and I uh, like when uh, whenever Tottenham score or they concede, I'm still saying the c word. Like, yeah. like if it's they score, get in there, you bunch of. If they can say you stupid bunch of, <laughs> there's just no, there's no differentiation from it. So it's, I mean, like, like Nathan was saying, he uh, every time I've met Nathan, he is the the calmest, coolest customer. So like when when we do score, I'd love to be like, like how how do you celebrate, Nathan? Is it is it one of those quite like just. The, the fist pump at the bottom or, or or does it does it all come out with you and you windy as well i can imagine that you're quite calm and just like yes get in boys nice one i i, I can't help it i don't know what happens to me it's something takes over me God, yeah, well yeah you know it, it, it depends like at the moment sat at home watching a stream or whatever it's more of like a, a quiet fist pump but like at the fighting cock social it's you know it's beer all over the shop picking body up <laughs> <laughs> swinging around <laughs> screaming all that good stuff so you know so, I, remember, I remember having a hug with Nathan at a, at a social event when we scored trying oh, to get yeah. him in a headlock we were talking about sorry Wendy we're just talking about the social when um, Alex it was the Man City game, and we were talking about earlier. And after, like, because I, 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 where you got when we used to do the fight court socials in the, in the EV bar, you guys would uh, take that corner in the in the front right, right next to the screen, and I can't be in it. I can't be in the middle of that that 
pack of people. I certainly can't be at the front. I have to be as near to fresh air and the door as close <laughs> as possible. So it's a shame because when I don't get to see you guys celebrate and, and you know, I probably should just get over that and just be with you. But I just feel so much more comfortable in a high pressure environment, just being at the back. But we had, we, I hadn't seen Alex and it, it had been about 10 minutes had passed after we just beaten Man City and he walked through the crowd and he burst into tears as he was walking towards me. And he looked like Tony Soprano. Do your Tony Soprano's face for everyone. <laughs> Do your Tony Soprano face. No, that's not it. No, it's the other one. It was, the, it was like, he was like, it was like, he was so sad. He just looked at me and he's crying tears of joy. And, and, and that's, I just miss that so much. I miss sharing football with people and, and we're talking about how we celebrate no one can fucking properly celebrate on a stream when it's all out of sync some of us are celebrating a minute earlier a minute later we can't go on whatsapp groups we don't want to spoil it for each other i miss it all i miss being with you boys do you know one of the saddest things about christmas being cancelled is i was really looking forward to watching a spurs game with my family it's been mm. so long. I haven't seen my mum and my dad and my sister at the same time for a year since last Christmas. So we've not been in the same room watching Spurs since then. I was really Dang looking it. forward to that. And it's uh, it's been snatched away. It's, it's so sad. Yeah. It's horrible, let's man. End, let's end on this one. This is... Uh, I, I couldn't resist leaving this in it, because it's it couldn't be further from the truth. But... Um, Sporting Spurs says, how often do you all get recognised on the streets because of the podcasts? Um, have any of you, I mean, Flav, I seem to recall you were res- recognised once on the street, but of, as, away from Spurs, have any of you been recognised? Buddy. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was in a restaurant in Muswell Hill and someone came over and I was just talking with my wife and um, someone someone asked and someone was very, very nice and said some really nice things about the extra inch and the fighting cock. It was, it was lovely. Um, no one's ever came up to me and called me a, a wanker or said your opinion on Paulinho is shit. So everyone's been very nice. <laughs> Even though Mine was, was proper random. Mine was, I was at work and I was visiting a client in Aberystwyth, of all places. Like, he literally couldn't get any further west. Uh, and I was doing, I was just, it was, it's like an open day thing. So I, I'm in this client's thing all day, selling to the public. And this guy came up to me and was like, um, is our, do you support Spurs? And I was like, yeah, yeah. Um, and he goes, is your name Alex? I said, yeah. And he said, oh, I listen to you all the time. And it was really, like, it was in front of clients as well. And they were like, what? I don't understand what's, what's going on. Uh, and I loved it. i got to be honest. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm quite a big deal. Um, Alex loved it. He, nothing gets Alex happier than when he's than when he's spotted. I've been yeah, in, he's good. I've, I've been in urinals with Alex at, at the football ground, and he's just oh, talking hello. to me. And he's he <laughs> he's having a cheeky look, and we just we just chatted, and he you know you could see you could see he's he's hoping he's he loves that, that is the most amount of bollocks I've ever heard in my entire life. Rhino, I happen to be noticing in urinals. Although saying that, right? I'm talking loudly. That did happen yeah. to me at a Foo Fighters gig in Milton Keynes. Someone came up to me in urinals. Yeah, it's me, mate. Did George Michael write a song about that? Um, I got recognised in Ragamuffin <laughs> having a meal with my missus. And because of his family, just comes over and says, Are you T from the podcast? There's a song. The only time I've been recognised outside of um, a Spurs context at games. It happens a lot because I've got, got a distinctive voice, but yeah, that's probably about the one time in 10 years that it's happened outside of Spurs. Do you remember when Flav signed that bloke's shirt? Oh, I knew that it was, was a bloke. It's a woman, too. <laughs> Jokes on you. You win. <laughs> Jokes on you. Oh, God. That was, that was, a, that was a tough period. That was, a, that was early on, and I, I refused at least 10 times. So I don't really don't want to do this. And she said, no, you've got to. You're famous. You're on Twitter. <laughs> 
<laughs> I really don't want to. And my brothers, like you, all of you have met my brothers. I'm pretty sure. And uh, Ryan was like, "Shirt." Sure. I was like, "No, no, I, I don't want to." Obviously, it's embarrassing. I'm like, I'm like fucking celebrity sign shirts. Fucking idiots like me don't don't do this. And my brother's like, "No, no, you do. Sign the shirt." And I was like, "No, please." And it was just to get rid of her, really, to sign the shirt and get rid of her. David Marchant, who was an early like list, uh, he was involved in the pod that the, the, the start took a picture and thought, "All right, I'm gonna tweet this immediately." The backlash was unreal. <laughs> What does he think he is? <laughs> Dining shirts? <laughs> like he's some sort of fucking footballer? Podcast cunt. <laughs> um, so that yeah, that was a that that wasn't uh, a great moment. <laughs> Although I did get I did get spotted when I was with my missus early doors when I was with my missus uh, in a sports shop JD in Swindon and I was with the missus and he came over and went you you flab I went yes <laughs> <laughs> you're on the uh, you're on the Football Republic I was like no I've never been on there but I am on Bullshit I've never heard of that so that didn't go well but it did like my missus didn't know all that stuff so she she um she was in yeah that's good. Didn't someone deliver a pizza to your house once? And uh, and when you opened the door, he he recognised you from. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck. That's so I, li- I li- this is freaky. <laughs> Where I'm recording right now, I live in the middle of nowhere. There's literally mm-hmm. no one around. Um, there's a domino. The only takeaway you can get to where we live because no one would deliver this far out is Domino's. And he turns up at the door and went, I know you. I was like, mate, you, you, there's no chance. You're a Domino's man. I live in the middle of nowhere. There's no chance you can know me. He went, Blav, Bull Street. And I was like, fucking hell, how is this happening? <laughs> uh, yeah, that was that was a weird one. But, Triple uh, cheese Domino's. That's, that, they, they used to be your staple, no? Mm. What are you doing? What's buddy? What's because that's a loaded <laughs> statement. What are you saying? He can't, your go-to pizza. he can't resist. He loves it. Triple cheese. He's analyzing what everyone else has got on their plate. Yeah, I miss that party. Yeah, I remember the butterball party. That that was the one <laughs> I liked. The one who was slightly unhappy. That's yeah. the one, not the <laughs> fitness. He's gonna live to his hundred. That picture um, of him with Stambouli and Vatongan or whoever it was, where he looks like a pudding is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Well, but, but I love that for, picture. I know it's amazing. For for the record, uh, stuffed crust, cheese, and uh, red onion and sweet corn. Oh, <laughs> What's Domino's? What you ain't getting anything healthy at Domino's? What do you have? Yeah, uh, like all, all the meat, all the processed <laughs> meat. That, that's better. I bet you do. Yeah, it is. Tastes better. Well, anyway, look, there's, there's, there's me saying that this question couldn't be further from the truth. And the truth is that all of you have been recognised, and it's just me that hasn't. Have you never been recognised? Not away from. So the only thing that I can think of is a couple of times at work, people have said, have emailed me saying, I really like your podcast. I, I'm a Spurs fan. I listen to your podcast. That's that's the only thing. But away, away from White Hart Lane, I've never been recognised on the street. It, but it, it's a double-edged sword because the only when most of the time, even at Tottenham, yeah. when someone nice comes up to me, they just want to ask about, you know, like sex in a hammock that I've had or being caught on a camera with, <laughs> they no, know too much. with no clothes on and at the bottom half. I'm pretty sure that's why my marriage failed. <laughs> I do know Nathan, you're very recognisable. Yeah. Have you ever been? Have you ever been recognised on the street? Uh, well, obviously, every Spurs game, several people because I'm so like I can be spotted from a distance across the street in a crowd. Um, but I, it was after a gig sometime. I can't remember which gig it was, but I got a, not. They didn't come up to me there and then, but they like DM'd me on Twitter the next day to be like, "Were you at the gig last night?" So I've had that. Um, you're, you've now made me aware 
that like it's only a matter of time before that happens to me and that'll be weird we were recognized together we were recognized together walking into seven sisters after a game we went on it was a game (laughs) remember that we were were with t and we got properly battered we ended up in uh, the antwerp and um i think that was that was the love the last word on spurs famous night for me and um that was yeah we got recognized then i think (laughs) what would you mean last word on spurs famous time uh, I, you know, I get drunk and I tweet things sometimes. <laughs> what though? <laughs> Specifically, what <laughs> stuff? <laughs> I've changed, changed. I think he told me off. He got recognised at our festival. I got recognised at our festival. I was a bit worse for wear, but luckily he was nice about it. He said, "Oh, your teeth on the podcast." And I'm like, "Yeah, seized you." Like, yeah, thanks, mate. Mm. I thought I kind of um, sobered up and spoke to him. I remember that. I was like, Are "You right, T? I'm off my fucking face." Is the first thing I said. <laughs> <laughs> That was a bit weird. <laughs> All right, Tim, I the podcast. I'm on my fucking... That's exactly what... People who listen to the fighting cock, that's exactly what they want to hear from us. Yeah. <laughs> it really was. Fun times. This has been this has been so much fun. I hope it's I hope it's all right to listen to because it is just it's just seven friends having a, a basically Zoom chat, isn't it? But uh, it's Christmas, man. Maybe Come someone's on. enjoyed it somewhere. Uh, Nathan, Nathan is having moment, Nathan is having moment, kittens. He's having kittens right now. Just saying, what is this? What are we doing? How do I how do I produce this? Yeah. <laughs> Put, yeah, I'll tell you what, do it do what I do, just put it out, whatever happens. Yeah. Out. <laughs> well, I have I've loved I've loved it. I've wanted to do this for a while. I've wanted to do a fighting cock and extra inch thing for a while. And Christmas Christmas this year of all years felt like the right time to do it. It's just nice to it's just nice to spend time with my friends. I love you all dearly. Um and that's it. That's it for the fighting cock and extra inch Christmas special. You've been listening to The Extra Inch. Thanks to Nathan A. Clark for production. Thanks to Bardi for being Italian. Thanks to Adam Gardner for the artwork. Thanks to David Lindmer for our intro music. You can find him on Twitter at Davy Shambles and his SoundCloud, D. Lindmer. Do check him out. He's great. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at The Extra Inch. Email us via podcast at theextrainch.co.uk and subscribe via your usual podcast platforms. And if you do enjoy the podcast, consider leaving us a rating and review. That would really help. 
for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.